again after Yomim Toivim, we're back together in our wonderful Yahi Kala. At our last year, we didn't imagine, we couldn't imagine in our worst dreams what the circumstances will be when we get together after Yom Tev. And this year, Simchas Torah was like none other we experienced in the past, and we very much hope like none other we will ever experience in the future. It's hard to say on Shabbos Kodesh and Simchas Torah, Yom Maravinim Har, but in a way, the day of greatest simcha we have all year was a Yom Marvinim Har, when we were attacked by a brutal, barbaric enemy. And since the Shoah, never were more than a thousand Jews, Anoshim, Noshim Vetav, just murdered in cold blood murdered in such a barbaric fashion. And who would believe that this could happen? Be'eretz Kodshenu. After thousands of years of dreaming and we came back to Eretz HaKodesh with our own army and this could happen. What a terrible gzeira. So there are people that always seem to know why HaKadosh Bohu does whatever he does. And in some circles we are hearing voices, you know, this is to blame and those are to blame. And the Rambam writes in the beginning of Hilchus Taniyos that when tragedy strikes, we do have to do a chesh nefesh. And we should not believe in coincidence. Of course, people make decisions, bear the consequences, and the murderers in Iran, in Hamas, deserve to be destroyed. But as Yidin, Maminim B'nai Maminim, we also need to do our own Chesh Benefesh. But when we do a Chesh Benefesh, it's always easier, easier to do the Chesh Benefesh of others than your own. It's far more convenient to say, you know, look at other people's shortcomings, at the non-frum, and that's not derech ha Hanovi finds himself on a boat, and it's a stormy sea. Yoyna is a novi, and I want you to understand, being a novi is not just Kodesh Boko decides, he gives you divine knowledge. Being a Novi is a madrege you need to work on. And the Navim were the greatest tzaddikim of their generations. So Yoyna Hanovi is a heilige Novi, a holy man, and he's on a boat with oivdei avoyde zorah. All of them are oivdei avoyde zorah, and they all cry out to their gods, le'eloiheihem, but Yoyne says, I am to blame. The Holy Novi, the Heilige Novi. So when tragedy strikes, everyone needs to ask, what are my shortcomings? How could I be better? Don't point fingers at others. It's about you. And that is what we learn from the Rambam. So we all need to be better. One of the beautiful things we see in this war is the Achdus of Klal Yisroel. It's not to believe that just two weeks ago, this country, Eretz Yisroel, was torn asunder with so much is the right and the left, and so much. We Jews never seem to be able to get along with each other. But in times of tragedy and in war, it's unbelievable to see a Yiddish hearts, how we all come together. And there are so many 
exceptionally heroic stories of Mesiru's nefesh. Yesterday, head of Shabbos, I mean, I went to be Menachem over the Slotki family. They live down the block, 200 meters from my house. Wonderful people, a father, the Rasha Meshpoch Zerov of Ashur, young Israel Shul in Ramot. They lost two sons, both sons left Almonas and babies. Two brothers lived in Be'er Sheva. They weren't serving in the army. But they heard what's happening down south, put on their uniforms and went down to fight. They didn't have to do so. Nobody called them up, but they understood. When Jews are in danger, we are all there, and we all rise to the challenge. Both boys were killed, killed in action. And parents are sitting shiver over two boys. It is heart-wrenching. I just sat there and cried. And the commander of one of the two boys, totally Chiloni, walked in and he started crying. It's moving to see battle-hardened soldiers that saw everything. They saw combat, they saw bloodshed, crying like little children over one another. And that is an amazing display of Achtos. And it is not only in Israel, wherever there's a Jewish community in the entire world. This is unique to Jews. I don't think it could happen to any other people. Wherever there is a Jewish community, big or small, from Winnipeg to Pretoria, from Johannesburg to Copenhagen, to Moscow to New York, to wherever, Jews stand together. And that gives us a lot of hope. Because Chazal teaches us in Medrash, Moshe la'agude shel konim, one little straw, a baby could break it. But when you tie a thousand straws together, Shimshana Gibber can't break them. If we stand together, nobody could overcome us. That's Chazal. And in Bomid Borabolamites, there's another Medish which is amazing. They learned Torah, they were versed, they were from. They went to war and they were vanquished. There was Machlaikas. And they went to battle, and they were victorious. So this gives us a lot of hope, the Achtos of Klal Yisrael. This is something we need to cherish. It's a Kiddush Hashem, because it is unparalleled and unprecedented. That's the way Jews are. I wish and I hope and I daven that some of this achdus would stay with us when all this tragedy and war will be over. I was a young bocher at the Six-Day War. My family, my late father and mother, we moved to Etzisol a few months before the Six-Day War in 1967. And I remember the Pachad, three mighty armies on all three borders of Israel. People were really afraid. Chaz v'sholim of another korban. 
Reb Chaskel of Ramsky, the great Rosh Hashiva, the great Dayan, was totally calm. And he tried to give everyone confidence. And when asked, why aren't you afraid? Reb Chaskel said, Kalal Yisrael is ba'achdus. And really, there was an amazing sense of ahdus of unity. To my dismay, what brings us together is always an external threat. Yiyah mashiyah, we are ba'achdus. And when Yidna are ba'achdus, that, that gives them strength. So in times like this, we need to strengthen this ahdus. And b'chlal, I saw by my Rebbe, the Kloizim of the Rebbe, Zechot Tzadik, B'Kodesh Lavroch, and I think that is the tradition of Gedoyla Chasidus. When Midas Adin strikes, it is wrong to be Mekatrik. We only have to see B'Shivchon V'B'Tayvosem Shal Yisrael. And there is so much beauty to see. So much Mesidus Nefesh. Senior commanders that are already grandfathers, people that aren't fit at all, 60s and their 70s, when they heard about this tragedy unfolding in the South, put on their uniforms and their private firearms, went down South, put their lives on the line. Some of them were killed. So we turned to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Habit. Habet Mishumayim Ure'ei. This is the way you want us to be. So, Ufkoir Gefen Zeis. Kodesh Bochashid Bimarachim. Yitan Avenu Negofen Befanenu. So, at times of crisis, and amid a sudden, one of the greatest gunas is Talmud Torah. I will talk about this a bit, a bit later, so let's learn. We've been learning every Sunday for years. Let's learn. And the sugya we will be discussing today is Melchama. Chazal teaches us, Let us hope. So you're sitting in New York. I'm sitting in my comfortable home in Yerushalayim. When we are Oisig Betoyres Machama, it is as if we all join the battle, as if we're all with the, with the troops down south waiting to storm Aza. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give us Siyata Dishmaya. So today we don't have that many Madam Ekoimis. But nevertheless, I hope the Shia will be inspiring and interesting. Before dealing with Melchama B'Shabbos, some general questions. As you all know from the news, Israel put a siege on Aza. And Aza is locked in. Ein Yoitza ve'ein Bo. Israel also denies the Arabs in Gaza food, water, and electricity. Is that legitimate? Is that muta? You just walk over to my bookshelf in the corner. Second floor, extreme right, Rambam Shoiftim, the last Chaylik. Kosava Rambam Perigvav Halocha Zayin, Mehilchas Malochim. Not everybody knows that Hilchas Malochim is Hilchas Malochim Vimalchomais. So the Rambam in this Sefer gives us all the halachas of Malchamas. How do Jews wage war? Perek vav halacha zayin kosev arambam kishetzorim al ir letafsa ein makifen oisama arbo ruchoiseo ela mesholosh ruchoiseo vemanichin mokem levroyach ulemishoroitze lehimolet anafshoi You need to leave one side open anybody that wants to escape and salvage his life, should have the option to do so. How do we know this halacha? 
שנאמר ויצבעו על מדיון כאשר ציוו השם את מוי שמר פי אשמו למדו שבכך ציוו כאשר ציוו השם את מוי So let me make something clear. Sometimes when I give a share, people think that I am in control of the Israeli army and the Shabak and the Mossad and the police force. Let me make this very clear. I'm not in charge. Neither the Minister of Defense nor the Prime Minister and not even the Chief of Staff that Ahmad Khal gave me a call and they asked me for a PSAC. Yes, I am involved. And many senior commanders, and also that are bonnie. The RDF has a roof, the police have a roof, the Shabak has a roof, and they all turn to me for Psak. But still, I'm not in charge, you know. But nevertheless, we need to know that what we do is right, and then we'll have Siata Dishmaya. So is it legitimate to close Gaza from all sides and prevent? The Rambam doesn't bring the other halacha, but there is a safri. And the safri and the psukum I just saw a few minutes ago on your screen. The safri and Pasha Shoftim. Pasha Shoftim teaches us about Malchomis. Ki tikrav el-ir lehilochem oleo vekoroso eleo l'sholoim. The Sefri says, Lehilochem aleyo, lo lahariva, lo lahatsamiya, velo lahamisa, misa stakluim. You can't prevent food, you can't prevent water. You need to give them food, water, and you can't cause epidemics to break out. So is it legitimate that Israel is preventing food, water, and electricity from Gaza? It is. So let's deal with the two alochas, the one brought in the Rambam and the Sifri that's not brought in the Rambam. So the Ramban, as we all know, because we dealt with this a thousand times, the Ramban adds on some mitzvahs that the Rambam omits and subtracts some mitzvahs that the Rambam did count. Mitzvah hei, sheshochach harav, me mitzvah is asei. The Ramban wonders, why doesn't the Rambam bring this halacha as one of the Taryag mitzvahs Shebet Torah. Keshet tzorim al iel etofsa ein makif en oisa ma'ar baruch oiseho. Why it isn't it brought in Sefer HaMitzvahs? I think the Megillah Esther is right. Who am I to say right? But the Megillah Esther is miyash of the Rambam. According to the Rambam, this is a halacha mesiyemes and dina malchomo. It's not a mitzvah to say into its own. Dina Malchoma is counted in the Taryag Mitzvahs. And this is not more than one of the details. So the Ramban writes, Mitzvah Rashi Nishin is... No, Mitzvah Hei. Mitzvah Hei. We are a Mitzvah Aleph. If you want to see the Ramban, scroll down to Mitzvah Hei. Mitzvah Hei sheshochach harav me mitzvot ha'asei. The Ramban wonders... Why the Rambam did not count this as one of the Tariyag Mitzvah Shabbat So the Megillah Esther says, it is not a mitzvah. V'horaya, that it's not a mitzvah, the Rambam in Mishnah Torah, in Hilchas Malochem V'Malchames, does bring this halacha. But if we go to the beginning of Hilchas Malochem, and as you know in Hilchas Malochem, the Rambam in every one of the halachas in Mishnah Torah, the Rambam enumerates what are all the mitzvahs that are explained in this Sefer. And the Rambam in Hilchas Malachim V'Malachomas counts 23 mitzvahs. And if you go through the list, you won't find the mitzvah to leave one side open. So the Megillah Esther writes, it's very clear that the Rambam Zashkofa, this is a halacha, but it's not a mitzvah. And I want to strengthen the argument of the Megillah Sesta. Many times I explained, and I wrote this in my Sefer, and I explained this Balpe. There are many more mitzvahs than Taryag. Taryag are only tzivuyim mifuroshim, commands. The Taryag mitzvahs are only mitzvahs that in the Torah are clearly presented as a tzivuy. But there are many, many more mitzvahs than Taryag. 
And I'll give you a few examples. Zerizin Magdim and Amitzvahs. It's a halacha. It's menatoira. But none of the Rishonim counted as a mitzvah to say. And why is that? Because what is the source that we learn Zerizin Magdim and Amitzvahs from Avraham Avinu? V'yachvosh es chamoiroi. So that is not a mitzvah to say. Hidur mitzvah. Nobody counts it as a mitzvah to say. Why not? It's menatoira. We learn it from Zekele Vanveyu. It's not a form of mitzvah. But once again, Zekele Vanveyu is not a tzivui. It's not a command. Bnei Yisrael, at a moment of unbelievable elevation and kirvis elokim, like Kriyas Yamsev, cried out Zekele Vanveyu. It's not a Kodesh Bochur that commanded Zekele Vanveyu. So the same goes to our mitzvah. The number means, what is the source? How do we know that you cannot lock a city from all four sides? Shenemar v'yitzbu'u al midyon ka'asher tzivu Hashem es Moshe. That's a story. That's not a tzivui. And therefore it's not a mitzvah. But still it's a halacha. So how could we ignore this halacha? This brings us to halacha number two. The Safri. Have a look at Rashi and Persecute Bays. And I'm just going to read three psokim. We should be able to understand the context. When you lay siege to a city, you need to offer peace. And if the enemy surrenders, and he said, yes, we're not going to fight. We want peace. Let's have a look at Rashi. And this is also a Safri. So there seems to be a still a contradiction between Posekyud Safri and Posekyud Beis. Posekyud Safri says, Lola Hariva, Lola Tzmiyava, Lola Hamita Misas Takluim. And Posekyud Beis, the very same Safri says, Afla Hariva, Vela Tzmiyava, Vela Misa Misas Takluim. Some Achronim grapple with this contradiction. If it is a contradiction, Rashi ignores Posekyud and he only quotes Posekyud Beis. So we would assume halacha, afla hatzmiya, velahar iva, velamisa misas tachluim. But in reality, it's not a stira at all. So we have the psukim on the screen. Let's go scroll back up to Pasuk Yud. And once again, we'll learn Yud, Yud Aleph, Yud Beis. These psukim deal with two stages, two different stages which have two different halochas. Ki sikrav el ir lehilochem oleo vekoroso aleo lesholem. We're not fighting yet. We're not fighting. We laid siege to a city. And before one shot was fired, we offer peace. And we tell the population, we're not here to destroy you. We don't want bloodshed. If you're willing to make peace, then you're going to be okay. At this stage, it is legitimate to put a siege on the city to threaten them. But at this stage, you need to leave one side open. Whoever wants to leave should leave. They're not fighting us yet. At this stage, Everything is okay. However, if the enemy decides, and they decided to fight, and at that stage, at that stage, if they decided to fight us, we can do anything to destroy the enemy and to be victorious and avoid and prevent bloodshed of our own. So it goes without saying, in our circumstances, we're not dealing with Islam siege. 
They came into our country savagely, brutally, something that hasn't been seen for years, massacred. And they captured Jews. We can do anything to destroy the enemy, and it is legitimate. Alpi halach. So up to this point, we dealt with halachas of warfare. And now we're going over to Shabbos, and this is a fascinating discussion, which I wrote about in my Sefer, in Pasha Shoftim, Chumash Devorim. But this year today is somewhat more comprehensive than I, whatever, than anything I ever said or wrote in the past. So towards the end of the parsha, and we're still in Pasha's Shoftim, the Torah goes on, and we have the mitzvah, Lo tashchis eitz eitza, even in times of war, don't destroy nature. And the eitz pre, you cannot cut it down to build a siege. Rak eitza sheteida ki loy eitz machalu, oisoy tashchis vechoroto, vobenisu matzor alo ior ashur oise imcho malchomo ad ridito. These two words, ad ridito. Chazal Shabbos Yutes Omedalef in Bavli, Yerushalmi Yud Gimel Omedalef, Adridito, Afilo B'Shabbos. Eitzan Sheteida, Ki Lo Eitz Machalu, Oisei Tashris, Vechoroto. And you build a siege and barricade the city, Adridito. So Shabbos Yutes Omedalef, there are two alochas brought in the same b'raiseh. If you need to travel the sea, you cannot embark on this journey three days before Shabbos. And if you want to lay a siege on an enemy city, you can't do it three days before Shabbos. Are these two alochas, two sides of the same coin, same rationale and reasoning? Are they two different alochas? And the only common denominator is there are two different pshotim. Why ain't mafligim esvini gimel yom elifnei shabbos? The different that Rambam explained is just an Indian of oinik shabbos. Many times when people travel to sea, they become seasick. Seasickness is a very uh, disturbing uh, sensation. It's extreme nausea. People vomit. After a few days, you usually get used to it and you feel better. So the Rif and the Rambam both say, because you're probably going to feel awful and that's a violation of Oinik Shabbos. It's all about Oinik Shabbos. And the Rif and the Rambam explain the same, as we explained before, stage number one, we're not in battle yet. We're just laying a siege on the city. It could wait. It could wait. You could wait till after Shabbos. And when you lay a siege on a city, there is so much going on, and so much activity, and so much difficulty that it'll disturb Oinik Shabbos. And that's why, wait till after Shabbos. That's the Pshat, the interpretation of Rif Rambam. The Balamor has a totally different approach. And the Balamor explains. When you lay a siege on a city, it's inevitable. It must involve Hill Shabbos. And the same when you travel the high seas on a boat. There is always maintenance and work to be done, and it always might involve Chilu Shabbos. But it's a necessity, and it's Bikuach Nefesh. However, if you could, Chachomim said, don't embark and don't put the siege, Gimel Yomim, because that is Nera Kemasna Lechalel Ese Shabbos. It seems as if you planned intentionally to be Mechal Shabbos. And that's an Isser de Rabbonon. Nere kemasna lechalel Isser Shabbos. So both the Rambam, Rif, and the Balamora have the same shot, the same interpretation of these two halochas. However, the Meiri, in halocha number one, he brings both pshotim. Halocha number two, only the Balamora. So the Gemara says, 
But if they started and they already have a siege, they go on with war activities even in Shabbos. This wonders. If it's war, then it's Pikuach Nefesh. Do we need a posseg that Pikuach Nefesh doiches Shabbos? War always involves Pikuach Nefesh. The enemy endangers our troops. The enemy endangers our population. And we are there to fight, to salvage our people. So it's Pikuach Nefesh. Why do we need a posseg ad ridito? One might argue it's just an asmachta ba'alma. But the Gemara's mashma, Kain hoyu shamay oima ad ridito afilu b'shamis. So this v'shamis is mechalish a big chiddush. And he says, Mechalish Shabbos, when waging war, is not based on pikuach nefesh. It's based on a halacha. Melchama doiche Shabbos. Being successful and victorious in war overrides Shabbos. Just like Karbonais overrides Shabbos. Mila Bishmini overrides Shabbos. There's a halacha misuyemes. Malchama. And that is what Shammai learns from Ad Rideto Afilu B'Shabes. And that's a big Chiddush. According to the Svasemis, when you're waging war, even if the army would ask me, which they don't, if I would be controlled, according to Shammai Azokin, being victorious, and every campaign and every maneuver should be successful, override Shabbos, and you do not need to take into consideration, could we wait till after Shabbos? Will we be putting lives in danger if we don't do this? That's the pshat of the Svasemis. And the Svasemis was machavin to chuvis arivash simen tov kuf aleph. It's not a pillar, because I explained many times, the derech alimit of the Svasemis was he learned Gemara Rashatoisis and he wrote. So interesting to realize that many times the Semis is Machavan to the Rashba, the Ramban, and the Ran on the spot. And he doesn't bring the Rishayim. On one hand, it's an interesting Derach Halimid. On the other hand, it's a testament to the greatness of the Semis that is Machavan to our great Rishayim. Chuvas Arivash Tafku Falaf says exactly the same. Waging war on Shabbos, you do not need to take into consideration pikuach nefesh. Maybe this Chiddush depends on two different interpretations that we find. Rambam, Perek Chesalocha Aleph and Hilchas Malachim. So before. Before we learned Perek Vav, and now we go over to Perek Ches. Perek Ches, Elches, Malochem, Vemalchomes, and Rambam deals with another halocha, Beshas Malchoma, the Torah's Matiyah, Macholos, Asurois. The source of this halocha is Chulun Yud Zayin, Omed Aleph. Chalutz Eitzove, Keshiyah Konsu, Begvul, Akum, Vekovshum, Vyishbu, Mehen. Whatever you find is yours. Even so the Rambam says that this halacha applies only im yirav v'loimotza mayoichal. The Radbaz on the spot wonders if they're starving from hunger. Once again, it's b'koach nefesh. What do we need to learn mepiashmoa from bottom aleim kol tuv? If they're dying from hunger, it's b'koach nefesh. And if they're going to be so hungry they can't fight, it's once again b'koach nefesh. Interesting chiddush in Radbaz. Very nuanced. The Radbaz says, 
if they have enough food, there is no heter to eat chazi and avelis at levis. But it's not a real pikuach nefesh situation. They could send a convoy and bring food. The chiddush of the Torah is when you're waging war, the Torah says, take every possible precaution, every possible precaution. And whenever a convoy leaves base, there's always a danger of an ambush or a missile attack. You can never know. When you're in the garrison, you're in the base, then you're safer when you need to leave the perimeters. And that is the Chiddush, Botam Aleim Kol Toiv, they don't need to make any effort to bring kosher food because we want them, don't want them to put anyone's life in jeopardy. So I explained... Could we mute things? I explained in my forum, primarily in Mincha Social and Corona, the concept of Fikuach Nefesh has limits. Not every extremely remote danger to life is defined Pikuach Nefesh to be Doich Hashemis. And I, this is a lengthy discussion. Anybody could find it in Mincha Sosha and Corona. But in times of war, the Torah says, you put no one's life in risk. Every soldier is precious and you take every precaution and therefore there is no need to bring kosher food. You eat whatever you find, even if it's not kosher. But it is clear from the Rambam, and that's the Radbaz interpretation. The Ramban disagrees with the Rambam. And the Ramban is in Pashas Veschanen, Ramban Alatoira. And the Ramban says, the heter of Arpe de Chazira has nothing to do with Pikuach Nefesh. In times of war, the Torah is Matiar, Machonas Asuris, Nevelis, Trefes, and Bosi Chazir, even if there's no Sekona involved. So the Svasemis and the Rivash regarding Shabbos are the same as the Ramban regarding Machonas Asuris. In times of war, there's no Isra Machonas Asuris. Times of war, there is no Easter of Chirul Shabbos. But that's a Chirish. The Rambam and the Redbaz clearly say there must be some danger involved. The Chirish is you don't need to make any effort to bring kosher food. You eat whatever you find because we don't want to anyone to put his life in danger in times of war. So this Vesemis is a Chiddush, but he has a source in Chuvis Harivash. And a similar discussion we find in Perikhes, Chulen Yud Zayin, regarding Machonas Asunas. So with this info age, you need to be very careful. Since my Tzoy Shabbos, I don't have a spare moment. And I'm dealing with questions and Shailas and also with Chizuk chizik to communities, chizik to troops, chizik to individuals. And it's heart-wrenching. I just sit and cry with people. Many soldiers are so, so worried if they might be taken into captivity. As 150 people were, and it's heartbreaking, whether their wives will be agunas. So the priest can say, you cannot give a get al tonight. That's out. That's off the table. Even though in days of yore, we do find Mishneh Gemara get al tonight. But could one be memana ashuliach? If they won't know my whereabouts, memana shach. If I'm dead, then my wife could marry. If I'm alive, I want you to write a get. Is that legitimate? If I would give a psaac to one individual that it's okay, there will be a thousand people doing it. And it is clear to me that 
that will be a terrible mikshay l'halacha. It's complicated. Being mamanash liach is complicated. You need to be man of the edem and the cipher, and it, it, it's complicated. So this is something we should not do. And the army is also very much against this because they think it'll have a terrible effect on the morale of the troops. So instead of giving halachic psak, how to be mamana shliach, I give brachas. And I tell everyone, don't be worried, you're going to come safely home and you're going to spend wonderful years at Zikr of with your wife and your family. And then when the people leave my home, or I put down the telephone, I, I look up to HaKadosh Baruch and say, Rabbi Nishalaylam, I gave brachas l'man kvayit shimcho. It's not for me, it's just for you. So please, please see to it that by brachas will be mequim, because if not, that's going to be very bad. That's going to be a chilol Hashem. So I really hope that at least this time, at least this time, my bruchas will be mekuyim, and all those people will, besiate deshmaya, come safely home. So on one hand, I'm coming back to El Chashamis. Anything that even remotely is associated with skonas nafoshes, I have no problem being mekel. But it is only natural that at a time like this, people take this too far. And everything is mutar. So there were some Rabbonim that said, you could make calls on Shabbos calling your non-Jewish friends to denote money and make an appeal, which I did not agree to. It's such a far stretch of pikuach nefesh. The money you're donating not sure that it'll save lives. If it will, it's going to be, you know, till your money is going to become a tank or a weapon or a bulletproof vest. That's going to take a month. We very much hope that in a month's time, but Tishkata we don't know, but I did not agree to this. A radio station called me, a semi-from radio station, a conservative radio station, not really from. Could they broadcast on Shabbos to lift the morale of the people once again. You know, it's important, but not everything that is important could be defined as pikuach nefesh. So on one hand, yes, you know, people working in the Shambak and intelligence from people, I said, you need to work on Shabbos. This is a time of war. This is a time of crisis. There are a few young women, from women, working in the police, and, and I said, if you get a call on Shabbos, you must do your job. Baruch Hashem, Mitzvah Shabbos, they called me that they were not called on Shabbos. Baruch Hashem, the authorities, the security establishment is careful not to ask from people to be Mechal on Shabbos when there is no need. They are very forthcoming. They know how Shabbos is important to us. So, any chashash of pikuach nefesh, when we're dealing with the well-being of a country, of an army, of so many people, we need to go to the extreme. But some activities in no way would I define as pikuach nefesh. And we need to be very careful in a time like this. It shouldn't be hutro aretzua and make Shabbos choyel. Some things will be very difficult to turn back when this war is over. So we need to be, on one hand, forthcoming, and we need to know to be strong enough and courageous enough to say, on the other hand, we need to make a stand and not abuse Pikuach Nefesh and Shabbos and be careful what is not associated with Pikuach Nefesh is us. So we spoke about Achdis, but there are two more things I want to stress. The Koyach of Tefillah. The Baal Shem Tov says, The Gemara Brochas Davav, Ma'idach siv karum zulas levenayadam aposek in Tehillim. Tvaram ha'oimdim berum ha'ishalaylam vebenayadam ezalzalem behem. Zet Tefillah. So the Baal Shem Tov said, Why are people sometimes mezalzal in Tefillah? Because we daven and daven. 
and sometimes you daven from the depth of your heart with tears streaming down your face and your prayers go unanswered. Anybody that lost a family member, especially a young family member, had this terrible feeling. Before my wife passed away, and she was relatively young, she was 60, we came together, the family, so many times at the Kaisal. And we davened at Leva Shemayim, and everyone was crying. She passed away. It happens to everyone. So sometimes you develop a chulsha. So the Hashem says, Every tefillah goes up to the Kisei And no tefillah coming out of a sincere Yiddish hearts sinks into oblivion. No tefillah goes nowhere. Every tefillah goes up to Kisei But sometimes we may never know how a Kodesh Baruch Hu answered our tefillahs. Kodesh Baruch Hu knows what we need, and he knows what needs to be. If we believe in Koyach we need to daven. Because if you believe in Koyach and you don't daven, that means you don't care. If you care, why aren't you doing your utmost? So if you believe in one hand and you care on the other hand, you must be doing more. And we need to believe every capital to him could be a lifesaver. So in my shul, since Yom Kippur, after every tefillah, shachas min chamara, we say three prokem in Tehillim. Every perik is effective. Chof and Kuf Lamed are general prokem that we say b'sha'as tzoro. Yan chuashem b'sha'as tzoro memamakem kirosi chuashem. Perik Pei Gimel deals specifically with warfare, when our enemies fight us and want to destroy us. So these three prokem in my shul, we say after every tefillah, and I recommend every shul in the world should do so. The other thing is Torah. The schus of Torah. You can't even ever imagine and appreciate. In Megillah of Gimel Medalaf, and once again Sanhedrin Memdala the Medalaf, Chazal tell a story. Yeshua Benun. Bishas Agzeira, Bishas Melchemes Mitzvah Kibush Eretz Yisrael went out by night and he sees a commander, a general, and he's baffled. He was the commander of the Jewish army and he doesn't know this officer. Obviously, he doesn't recognize his uniform. He sees a Sartzovo and he asks, Halonu Atim Ritzorenu. And the Satsava answers, Yeshua, I'm not a mortal. I'm not a person. I'm an angel. And I was sent from the heavens by HaKadosh Baruch Hu with a message to you. Satsava Hashem And Yeshua asks the Malach, what is it? And the Malach says, Emish bitaltam tomet shalbeinu wabayim vahayim bitaltam menatoyed. Yesterday you were mavatl kabonis and today you were mavatl toyed. And Yeshua asks, Aleizem membosu. So which of the two is my problem? And he says, That's your problem. And the Gemara says, both in Sanhedrin and Amagillah, how does Yeshua respond? And my question is, why umko shalalocha? So I have a comment. Probably I wasn't there. If I was, I wouldn't remember. If I would be there, if I would be Yeshua Benun, I would say to the Malach, Reb Malach, maybe you're a great Malach. I'm not a maven, I'm a lochim. But you forgot a Gemur and Soitadaf Mem Dalit. So what are you talking to me about, Talmud We're waging a bitter war. People are dying, we're fighting. The troops are exhausted. 
Maybe Yeshua made that argument. What did the Malach say? The Malach says, Yeshua, you don't get it. You don't understand what you're seeing. Open your eyes and look at me. If I would be sent by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to talk about Torah, to demand El Boino Shel Torah, I would be dressed up in a Hamburg and a frack, like a Rosh Hashiva. Or maybe in a Streimel and a Kaften, like a Rebbe. I was sent by HaKadosh Baruch Hu in full military gear. You thought I'm an officer. Why is that? Because what I am talking to you is not about Talmud Torah, it's about war. Jews don't win war just by the force of power. We are the people of eternity. Nothing about us is Bederach HaTeva. We win wars B'schus HaTorah. Chazal teaches us, Now let me make this clear. It's not that we don't need an army. Israel needs to have the best army in the world. The best trained soldiers, the most modern equipment, and the motivation like no other. And I believe we have all this. But all this is not enough. We have experienced miraculous victories in this country. We also have experienced devastation. Hashem Ish Malchama. To be victorious on the battlefield, we need heroic troops, but we also need Koyach So the Malach tells Yehoshua, you cannot win this war with Bittl Toiro. You cannot win this war without Koyach What does Yeshua do? We would expect him to set up a chevras tehilim. No, it's a koilal erev. I guess they learned choshem mishpok. And why is that? There's an amazing tone of the So before I share with you the content, what is tone of the Ksubis Kuvav Chazal teach us, Eliyar Novi learned with one of the Amiroim Rav Onan, and that's Tolin de Beli, or Perikud. Pshat and Aposek and Sefe Shoifti, Magen im Yerae, Veromach Barbo Melef Yisroel, Yifchar Shem Bechadoshi. Arbo Melef Yisroel, Shiotzer Malchamo, Em Yesh Benem, Zugachat Shel Tolmida Chachomam, and Imatzilit Kulam. Once again, what is the emphasis? I'm speaking to Americans, so you're not so versed in Loshen Kodesh. The Romach is the sword or the spear. The Rom and the Magen is the shield. The Romach is an offensive weapon. And the warrior, the ancient warrior, had the Magen in his right, the Romach in his right hand. The Magen is the shield, a defensive weapon which he holds in his left. The Magen and the Romach, the sword and the shield, were transformed. 10,000 times till the modern battlefield. Soldiers no longer have swords and shields. Today it's infantry, special forces, artillery, armor, planes, missiles, anti-missile missiles, anti-missile, anti-missile missiles and rockets and cyber warfare. But forever, an army will never be victorious unless he invests in offense and defense. That is the Magen and the Romach. We have the Magen and the Romach. 
the maksha and the tarts. The maksha attacks. He has cautious. He wants to tear apart. And the tartan defends. And he is miyashev. Zela umaze oso elikim. To be successful on the battlefield, we need malchamto shel Torah. And that is what Chidusha Torah are all about. Anybody that learned in yeshiva or in koilom, anybody that ever heard a good shir, I hope my shurim are good. How will we machadish halocha when you have a kasha? The demands are terrors. So the Gemara Banik Toises had 10,000 kashas, they had 20,000 tirutz, and each teretz is halocha. That is the mogen and the roimach of the Beis Amedrish. Ashem Mishet Divrei Toire Meschat Shemal Yodoy. And HaKodesh Baruch says, Bishvilcho Arimatzelis Yisroel. Arbo Melef Mi Yisroel Shiyot Selam Alchomo. Em Yesh Beneem Zug Echad Shot Talmide Chachomim. So what does Yehoshua do when he realizes that he needs Toire? to win this battle. Um koshar aloch. Rabbeinu shaloylam, habet mishomayim arayi. There are so many talmidah chachomim in the army, in the front lines. So many talmidah chachomim and tzaddikim that I personally know and thousands more that I don't know. And tens of thousands, the river of Yisamchi is all in the yeshivas, in the koilalim. So let us hope in Davin that a Kodesh Bochu yiten oivenu negafen befoneinu. But this is a call to all the Bnei Torah in the world, in America and the world over. Young boys your age are dying in the battlefield. You bear responsibility. Everyone bears responsibility and everyone needs to engage when Israel is at war and the Yishuv is in danger. And you need to feel your Torah that you're learning in Bismedish saves lives. So the young soldiers out there in the trenches, sitting on the tanks, don't have a two-hour break to sleep every day in the afternoon. They don't have, neither should you. Neither should you. They don't have an app every day, neither should you. So you should also be making that extra effort. Daven more, daven better. Learn more, learn better. And you need to firmly believe your Torah and your Tefillah is making a difference. It's making a difference because that is what Chazal teaches. us. So I once again say, if you believe and if you care, you must be doing better. More davening, better davening. More learning, better learning. Sadoka Tatsan Mamavis. It's unbelievable how much money is pouring out of America. A few months ago, I was in America raising funds for my coil. And I saw that these are difficult times. Real estate is in crisis, interest rates are up. Some people cut back. But now it's unbelievable. People are giving so much money. I just hope that all this money goes to good places because there are always those that will take advantage. And I advise my friends, be careful and check out where you're giving. So many people told me, Rabbi Weiss, you could make a lot of money, you know, get onto this bandwagon and help some families in the South. No, 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 chas v'sholem, chas v'sholem. I'm not going to take advantage of anything. Alice is beshert, because he gives everyone what he needs. I just advise caution. Because we already know that some of these, uh, you know, uh, campaigns were totally false. And some might even be connected with terror. Tzedakah Tatsal Mamovis, give tzedakah, give tons, give as much as you could. Just, make, just be careful that what you're giving is really needed. 
and it's really saving lives and helping people. Shakodesh Bochi Yarachem Oleinu. With all this amazing Achdus and all this Avas Yisroel, the Chesed and the Tfilis. In our Shechunah, we got together Thursday night. Thousands of people. And the Tfilis were Adlei Vashomayim. Klalisor comes together. The Frum and the non-Frum. And we, each of us has his Tafkid. So be proud that you're sitting in yeshiva. But sitting in yeshiva doesn't mean you're exempt from service. This is your service. Davening and learning. And your Torah and your Tefillah is making a difference. Shamokim yarachem oleinu. Achenu kol beisesol alesonu betzuro ubeshivyo. Ho'oimdem bein biyam bein biyabosh. Shamokim yarachem oleinu. V'yetziyam etzoro ravavoho. And we should be zorche venotati sholoim ba'oretz v'simchas o'ilom liyoshveyo. Kodesh Bochi yishlach lanu Mashiach tzidkeinu b'mheiro v'yomeinu. Amen.